What's going on, guys, man? Welcome to the first ever video podcast. Not the first podcast, but the first ever video podcast that I'm doing. Um, the reason I decided to do it was I thought it was about time, right? Done a couple, about a, 200 episodes of the podcast. So I was like, I want to try something different. And this just felt like the right thing to do. I wanted to take time, though, to kind of get the things I needed, like, to my right here is a studio light. Down here is also a studio light that I just have positioned on the floor. And then kind of put up some things, like I got the picture here of uh, me and my mom, Yankees picture, not a fan. And I got one of my favorite fighters, poster of George St. Pierre over there. And then you can kind of see off to my left here, um, my super inexpensive plant. And I don't know, I'm just really excited to to give it a shot and and expand and i think i think it I, like i just love the vibe right like you come in to this office and and you see this setup and it's like for me it just gets me going it gets me excited uh to podcast so i thought i'd just kind of give you guys a little lay of the land about why i haven't podcasted in about two months since the last time i did one but uh yeah it's been a long couple months and I've been waiting for furniture and trying to figure out what I wanted to buy. Like, like, <laughs> don't mind the uh, the stretch, but you know, you can see the couch here behind me. That just came, I think, a week ago. And then just trying to figure out like the type of tables that I wanted to get and and things of that nature. So it's been fun, but now we're here and uh, yeah, just kind of play catch up, I guess, on uh, on this first podcast here. By the way, I hope you guys are all staying safe throughout this whole COVID process and the unfortunate, but Jesus, I don't even know what you would call it. It's just, I think that's the best way to put it. It's just been unfortunate for a lot of people. You know, the way I kind of look at this scenario is it's an opportunity for us to kind of realize that I think in as individuals and as, and, and as a group, we, we take what we have available to us for granted. And I think, I think that's a real thing. You know, when, you know, I think a lot of people now for the most part look at situations a lot differently. I will say this though, and it's probably gonna sound crazy, but I think a lot of people are going to, this is gonna be their new normal. They're not gonna be comfortable going back to the way you know, where you stand really close, where like, you remember the time where you would be in a lineup at a grocery store, at a shopper's drug mart, or even while you waited in line at a restaurant and you would just be like this close, right? Like that close. Now you're seeing people this close. You still see people that are this close, but you, you see people now that are giving their distance. And I will say that it's super unfortunate to me that people had to wait till now to look at that and say, okay, this is what I'm going to practice. I mean, I say it now, but like social distancing is just something and that you should practice as like a life rule, right? Like, why do you need to be this close to somebody versus like this close, this close, you know, once everything kind of goes back to normal, I think would be a little excessive. We would literally have fucking lineups out of, out into the street, right? Like every morning I go to Tim Hortons, it's crazy. Like you have, you know, your decals, which are the stickers on the floor that you follow. You know, it kind of gives you your your distance that you're supposed to stay. So the Tim Hortons that I go to, 
you can only basically have one person at the register, then, you know, you're six feet, then another person, which is basically the door, and then another person, which is kind of in the walkway, and then everybody else lines up outside. So if you get to my coffee shop at around 6.30, good luck, man. You, I got to make sure that if I do ever get to work at that time, I just end up picking a drive through on my way to work because as much as I love that coffee shop and they know my orders and I almost essentially don't even have to say anything. They just, I go up and they're like six drinks and I'm like, yep, done. Uh, you, you, you know, I, you can't, I don't want to wait in the line that long, even, even in times like this. I mean, it's, it's just long. Take COVID-19 out of it. The line is just long, but you know, you're now it's down the fucking street, right? So I get it and I respect it. And keep in mind, I have to do it too as a, as a, you know, an individual that runs a grocery store. I feel like though my customers have been really good. You know, I think this has been going on for what, three months now. And I want to say like, I, I feel like I would actually personally say thank you to the customers that shop in my store because minus a, you know, a couple knuckleheads, right? I think for the most part, man, they've been really, really good. They've been super patient, super supportive about what we're trying to do and, you know, the measures that we're taking to try to ensure their safety. I think it's been, I think they've been amazing, uh, which was totally opposite of what I was expecting from them. I was expecting impatience and ignorance and it's not to discredit them right but you you know you look at your business when you were let's just call it normal and then you think about in those times they were super impatient and just at times really ignorant and now you know you you have a situation that's going to mean that they have to wait outside, they have to wait longer, um, you know, trying to get people to follow the six foot rule, I would say was the biggest challenge. And it's frustrating, like, I don't know how most people feel about this, but I feel like as an adult, you got to own some accountability. You know, everybody has a phone, they have a television at home. So you you see the news, you know what's going on. So it shouldn't be up to me as an individual that runs an environment or an establishment to have to enforce to you, the consumer, and also a grown adult who's probably a parent in most cases and, you know, or just a man or a woman, but you're smart enough to know that this information is out there. It's in the world, right? Everybody knows about it. So, you know, and this goes back to the reference of the knuckleheads. Like when you... I don't feel like I should have to tell another grown adult that you need to keep your distance. I feel like that's just super irritating, right? And then when you tell them, you know, I've had people say to me, well, I got a mask on. And I just shake my head and so what? You know, and then there's been times where I've said to people, you got to keep your distance. And they're like, well, how come you don't wear a mask? And they start questioning me. And, you know, I could go in, there's some customers, like if they ask me in casual conversation, I'll talk to them, you know, I don't like it, you know, it's very constricting, you know, I 
constantly running around working. I have trouble breathing. My glasses fog up. You know, the whole the whole spiel about well, anybody, for instance, like that wears glasses knows that when you wear that thing over your, your nose right here, it just and you breathe heavy. Oh, my God. The cloud of smoke that just comes or the cloud of fog that comes into your glasses is just it's irritating. And I found, too, with the mask, like especially when I'm at work, like I start to sweat then my glasses start to slip off. So I'm I'm touching my face. I feel like 50 times more than if I just don't wear the mask and don't touch my face. And, you know, people will argue, oh, but, you know, you could catch it. Yeah, but guess what? Mask or no mask? I'm in this store for 10 hours a day, six days a week. If I'm going to catch it, it ain't going to be because I'm not wearing a mask. It's going to be because, you know, I'm a frontline worker and we're there. Right. But like kind of goes back to earlier. I feel like as a company, you know, we've done an amazing job just being able to with the amount of people that come into our building every day, with the amount of employees that we have, you know, company wide and, you know, from one store to the next. I feel like we've done an amazing fucking job just and everybody, not, you know, not only myself, but, you know, my team, every staff member from myself down to the the last person, you know, that works for me. Um, we've done all a phenomenal job. And, you know, I want to thank them personally uh, for their efforts because it's been hard. It's been hard for everybody. You know, it's it's been such a dramatic change and an adjustment in how we go to business every day and how we have to behave and and just you know you have to be so cautious about what you're doing and and you know it's very easy when you have to when situations like this happen it's very easy to to be you know become forgetful because you're just there's so much there there's so much going on and you're just like oh my god uh you know and and things tend to slip through the cracks and i'm telling you one thing man customers will definitely hold you hold you accountable and that's another thing that bothers me is like, you know, when, when, when a customer has a problem, I get it, man. Like you see what we're doing wrong. Cause that's very easy because we're, you know, you're scrutinizing what we're doing, but you know, I think just if they had a little more of a picture, right. You're talking about, and this goes for anybody that runs a business or runs an establishment, right. And I'm sure that they, probably heard the same nonsense from from customers or people that come into their businesses you know oh you guys aren't doing enough or you know why aren't you wearing a mask or why aren't you wearing gloves or why you know why aren't your employees and blah 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 the whole the whole shebang but as as a customer already goes back to what i said earlier it's up to you as an adult a grown individual to be accountable for for yourself our measures that are in place are to ensure that the employees and our staff that work in our buildings are safe and the customers that come in are safe, but we can only protect the customers to a certain degree. You know, I think the, this idea that as a customer, when you come into our store, it's our job to ensure that you're a hundred percent safe. There would be no way for us to ever ensure that that percentage of your safety. We take the measures that are required and we do our absolute best to achieve what's expected every day but as far as your your health and your safety we can't be held accountable for that you know i think i think as people man 
you know, do the right things, sanitize your hands, take your vitamins, get a good night's rest, you know, things like that. Those are things that are going to ensure your, your safety and that, you know, good health, not going into a grocery store and, and yelling at us because, you know, we didn't give you four sanitary wipes instead of, you know, the, the mandated two to ensure that, you know, two or three other people behind you get wipes, right? That's, that's, that's our responsibility, not, not the other stuff, right? And, you know, pe- people now too, even in a time of crisis, I guess you, you could call it, respectfully call it a crisis, people even now more so than ever are just demanding, demanding. Uh, you know, a lady wants me to take her bags out to her car. Ma'am, I can't take your bags out to your car. I can take your bags as close as I can, but I can't go into your car. Or, you know, if you need me to do that, then I need you to back up. You know, we try to make exceptions where we can. But the fucked up thing is, these are the same people that are asking you to do these things that are the ones that are literally will complain when somebody else in their mind violates the social distancing, doesn't give them their space. Crazy, right? They're so quick to point out what, you know, everybody else isn't doing. But yeah, these are the same people that want you to, like I said, take your their groceries to their car and, and pile it in their car for them, right? Like, it's, it's, it's madness. It's madness. But I do, you know, I was saying it to my girlfriend earlier. I do think we'll, we'll get back to normal. And I've said it from the beginning. I think it's going to take everybody to just find out what your new normal is and then start to lead that normal right if we're just waiting for you know our elected officials and people to tell us that oh everything's back to normal and it's good and you know you can go to your your nail salon and your hair salon and you can hang out in groups of 30 people if we're waiting for them to say that that's crazy man just find out what your new norm is and start to live it and you'll find that until things start opening up like establishments, yeah, that's when it'll feel truly normal, right? But I think you can you can create some sort of normalcy in your life prior to that point. So that when everything like that comes, you know, comes full circle and we're able to open everything again, then it's just a matter of getting right back into the mix, you know? But you already see people like, I think as of today, you were able to, in Toronto, and I think throughout Ontario, you're able to gather in tens. And you're just seeing people instantly want to gather in tens. It's like, I always say to people, man, this quarantine is, I hear people all the time. Oh my God, I haven't been able to hang out with my friends and, and this and that. Yo, this has been like the best time of my life, to be honest. It's been the best time of my life. I'm always, I'd like to consider myself as somebody who's always productive and always tries to make the most of every day. I don't like to waste time. But, you know, I'm going to be honest. There's some days I come home and just I knock the fuck out, right? I'm just, I'm, I'm tired of shit. But at the same time, this has allowed me to do something like finish the office, right? Get Jess a desk and, and, and kind of put this part of the, you know, our apartment together. And we, you know, we finally finished the dining room, right? So having, being able to, you know, say, all right, we can't go out for dinner and, you know, spend a butt ton of money there or we can't travel. So it allowed us to take the money from that and, and be able to do some of these other things, which has been great. It's been great. Finally, after 
two and a half years, you know, I got almost every room in my apartment furnished. So, you know, I ain't mad at that. As far as I'm concerned, it took me too long. But, yeah, so all, all these people that are just like, oh, I need to hang out with my friends. I get it. I'm not criticizing you guys. If that's what you do and that's your thing, hey, I'm all for it, right? You got to live your best life, so to speak. But for me, this is like, for somebody, I'm not antisocial. Before I used to call myself antisocial, I wouldn't say now that I'm antisocial. But it was definitely like, when they're like, you got to stay home, I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. I'm not mad at all. I'll tell you one thing, though. I have gotten really bad with sugar consumption. That's something that I'm trying to change. Um, I realized like two days ago, I was just sitting at home. I hadn't had sugar since about like 3.30 in the afternoon. I had like a, a large tea. And, but I'm just sitting at home and the left side of my mouth is like sore. And I'm like, okay, all right, cool. What's going on here? And I could just feel the sensitivity in my mouth on the left side of my mouth. And then I drank a glass of water and it was like, it wasn't ice cold, but it wasn't room temperature warm. It was kind of like somewhere in the middle, wherever that middle would be. And all I thought was like, this is how I was, my mouth was. I was just like, holy Jesus, what the hell is that? And so I, I just, I sat down and I'm like, okay, I had, you know, four teas. Two of them were triple, triple. The other two were double, double. And I'm like, fuck, that's a lot of fucking sugar. And then I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, I drink that amount essentially like every day, five days a week. And I'm like, oh my God, well, I got to stop that. That's just not, I'm going to be fucking toothless soon if I keep going like that. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to change it up here. I'm going to, I'm going to try to go. First, I tried double, double. And I was like, it still tastes kind of sweet, right? And actually, I think it was, it's been a while now. I want to say it's about eight months since I've actually had like a can of Coca-Cola or Pepsi or anything like that. One of those really, really carbonated sugary drinks. Uh, if I want to have something now, I'll have Coke Zero uh, in moderation to the best of my ability. Um and that's as far as like soda-based beverages, that's literally all I drink. For the most part, though, it's water and tea. But the, at the time, the tea wasn't affecting me. It wasn't hurting my teeth. I also feel like all that sugar is like part of the reason why I'm getting a bit of this. And I don't like that. So I was like, all right, let me cut this off. So I tried double-double. I was like, still kind of sweet. But I'm like, if I switch to a regular, is it? Is it just going to be lacking taste or sweetness at all? Because I got a sweet tooth, man. That's that's my thing. I got a sweet tooth. I need to have sugar in my life. So this is one of the challenges I've kind of set for myself is like, how can I cut almost every element of sugar-based consumption down to like the bare minimum not completely cut it out because i feel like if i completely cut it out that's when i'm gonna just kind of slip and then i'm gonna just go crazy and you know start to consume a whole bunch because when i did it with the pop it was like i would go from let's say drinking five cans in a day 
So I was like, okay, I'm going to drink two cans for the entire week. And then I realized, okay, so I did that for a couple weeks. And then I was like, okay, I'm only going to have one can a day. And I realized in that second week, I was like, by the, like, I think it was like by Wednesday or Thursday, I'm like, okay, I don't really, like, I don't really need this. So then I actually just cut it out cold turkey because I realized I didn't need that process to cut out pop. I, I, I knew like, I just, I wasn't craving it anymore. As I started to slowly cut it down, I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not itching to have this, but I feel like in my tea or, you know, mini eggs, mini eggs, my guilty pleasure. And I work in a grocery store, I run a grocery store. So that's as bad as it probably sounds. It's such a challenge because finding the time to eat in a day, just that five to 20 minutes to sit down on your own where you're not bothered. Like I've literally had to do this now where I put a note on my door. Whereas if anyone comes to my door, I actually close the door and lock it from the inside. And it says, do not disturb. Right, like that's the extent I've had to go to just to get anywhere from five to 25 minutes to myself unbothered. Uh, and that's just my staff. Like if my boss comes in, she's going to rip that sign down and open the fucking door, right? <laughs> and tell me not to do that shit. But, you know, so a lot of the times because I can't get that time to myself to actually sit down and eat a nice homemade meal or even a half decent lunch at best, I get stuck resorting to the shitty foods and the sweets because it's just convenient and easy. So this is where the real challenge lies for me. So I've switched to a regular and I got to tell you, and I even down, I even downsized. It was when I, for a long time, it was extra large. First two of the day were extra large. Then it would be a large after that. So now I've actually scaled down to a small three times a day, right? And to me, to, to some people that probably just like, well, it's not really that bad, you know? But for me, three small regulars is the limit for the day. So I'm getting three sugars. And if I stay away from like a Coke Zero that day, and for the most part, I just consume some water, I feel like that's a good start. I feel like that's something that, I can figure out and I can navigate and I'm still giving my body sugar because I don't want to just take it out of my system. And like I said, then I crash and I start craving and I'm like, oh, fuck. And then you just kind of fall back into that rabbit hole. So I feel like this, I've thought about it thoroughly, clearly from, <laughs> you know, you guys should be able to tell. But but I've also, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 35, right? And I think this idea that I need to have sugar is 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 a mind over matter type of thing there's there's no way i need to have that much sugar i know it's not good for me it's painful you know i can tell because my teeth you know a couple days ago were killing me so this like crazy thought that you need it you know i need to get that out of my mind and just and just be better right that's the biggest thing is just trying to be better trying to consume you know more water and obviously get away from the fast food. This quarantine has led me to eat so much fast food that it's killing me. That's probably where, you know, some of the excess weight is has come from as well. And I'm still putting in, you know, the same amount of steps that I would a day. I'm putting in between, 
you know, 16 to 20,000 steps a day, which by all accounts is, is fantastic. But I'm just, I'm still packing a little bit of, you know, a little bit of this quarantine 15, right? So that's what I'm, I'm trying to, I'm hoping this shit, you know, is over and done with. But, you know, once, it, I think it's once, either once a day or once every couple of days, you know, me and my girlfriend will, will go for, you know, a nice 30 minute walk that allows me to put some more steps in. And so we've gotten really good with that as well. Like trying to just kind of take care of ourselves. We're not bad. You know, I'm probably making it sound like we're terrible. I'm not 300 pounds, you know, and no offense to anybody that is. I mean, shit, stuff happens. You know, everyone's circumstance is different. But I feel like when you start to feel shitty about the things that you're doing, it's probably best at that point to just make a change and say, all right, cool. I'm not going to continue to do this. I'm the one that can make the change. And, you know, if I don't continue, if or if I continue to go on this path, like how much worse can it get? You know, I talk to, I have a couple friends that, that are dealing with the same thing, right? It, and it's always, because we all work in the same environment, it, it's never about the commitment to do it. It's about just uh, the accessibility of all that crap and shit that's just right there. You know, every every one of our stores is literally like in the same plaza as Tim Hortons. So it's easy to get, you know, two Timbits and a coffee, right? And we're kind of like, uh, it's kind of like a, it's like a weird support group, right? Like, no, I, I shouldn't say that because support groups aren't weird, but you know, it's for some people it's necessary. But I feel like, you know, we'll talk a couple times a day and it's always like the same question, like, oh, you know, you know, did you go to the gym or did you walk today? Right. So, I mean, we're all, we all support each other. And, and like I said, me and Jess are, are doing this together. Like we're trying to make sure that, you know, we eat healthier, you know, we do a little meal prep on Sundays you know, even I've tried to, to be better with like my sleeping habits, like stop staying up until the wee hours of the night and then, you know, going to work for 10 hours a day. You know, I'm trying to go to bed at a reasonable hour. Um, I'm trying to just, you know, get that proper rest and keep my body in good shape. Started taking, you know, vitamins and things of that nature because I just realized that, you know, five or six years ago, I would have never been the person doing that or talking about doing that. Um, but I realized those little changes in the long run will make a huge difference for myself. And, and that's, I, I want to get to the point where when I'm in my forties, man, I feel good. I feel good. I don't roll out of bed and I'm like, ah, fuck this day. Right? Like I want to wake up in my forties and be like, oh, I'm ready to crush this shit. Right? I do that now. And I want to be able to continue to do that, you know, five, six, seven years from now. Uh, I think it's a great feeling. And that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm leaning towards. The next step for me is kind of just get to the, not get to the gym. You know, I'm going to continue to work out from home. You know, Jess goes to the gym. She hasn't like ever asked me to go. Um, I don't know that I would, but I think if she asked me and she was like, oh, you know, I think we should go and we should just, you know, it's one of one more of those things that we could do together. I think I might entertain the idea, but I'm I don't know. It's, it's, it's not my environment, man. I've, I, I've had guys talk to me at work about it. Yo, you should go to the gym. I'm like, I don't know, guys. I mean, I get it. I love it, right? I, you know, you guys push yourself, you know, trying to get me interested in the gym. It's just, it's not really my thing. I don't like the environment. I don't know why. I'm a very particular person. Like, if I don't like something, 
it's almost going to be impossible to sell me on the idea of doing it, trying it, whatever you want to call it. I'm pretty, pretty stuck in my ways. And the gym is something I refuse to budge on at all because I just know that I'm never going to do it. And even if I go one or two times, I'm not going to keep doing it, right? I'm just going to be like, all right, fuck it. I don't want to go back. I'll get weights at home and I'll, I'll do it at home. Just it makes me feel more comfortable doing it at home, right? I don't know if I think like people are watching me and it's, it's I don't know, it just it's not a good vibe for me. I don't I don't like it. So, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll never I'll never end up doing it. Right. But. Whew, God damn, it's already been uh, that's actually one of the unique things because I'm recording video now, I can only do 30 minutes. So like the whole time I've kind of been like watching the camera screen and stuff like that. And we're coming to the end. Um, but hopefully you guys enjoy this, uh, this new approach I'm taking. Hopefully you guys enjoy the video, um, kind of tweaking the content a little bit. I want to try to get away from, I love sports and it's always been something that I truly enjoy talking about, but I want to try to be, you know, kind of give you guys some insight into me and, uh, you know, hopefully get some guests on the show, uh, doing the video podcast now. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, and I will see you guys in, you know in the next episode, but, uh, thank you guys and, uh, have a good night.